Travis is uh, at my church this morning. We, we traded spots. Um, sorry for y'all's bad luck, but uh, my church is getting treated well this morning. But uh, man, I'm glad to be here. Thank y'all for having me. Um, excited about wilderness. I, I don't know if y'all know it, but I get to hang out with y'all's kids at camp. And y'all got some cool kids. Y'all, y'all listening to me? Y'all got some cool kids. I, I, I love wilderness kids because they are lunatics. <laughs> and that's my people. I don't know if y'all understand what our camp's about, but we try our best to kill your kids. And you can't kill a wilderness kid. <laughs> and I love it. Anyways, I, this morning I'm going to talk about light and thunder. Um, if you brought your Bibles, go to John 1. We're going to start in verse 4 and just kind of go down, I think, through 18. Um, I'm going to pray and then get started. Dear Jesus, what was that? (laughs) All right, let's pray. Lord Jesus, I love you and I thank you. I thank you for today. I thank you for uh, this sermon, Lord. I thank you that it's not mine, but it's yours. God, I pray right now that you would show up and show out in this place. God, I pray that not one word that is spoken is mine, but every word is yours. And God, if I'm going to say something that don't need to be said, shut my mouth, but Lord, I ask that you let me speak boldly your truths this morning. God, open our hearts and our ears to hear you. And God, I pray that not a one of us, me included, leave here without being changed by your words. Lord, we love you and we thank you. And these things in your name I pray. Amen. All right, so to set this up, so um, I started a series at at, at my church at uh, W3C, uh, and I talked about the cow and the buffalo. Has any of y'all got TikTok in here? I don't have TikTok. I watch reels on Facebook like an adult. Right? I didn't want to get TikTok because I knew I'd waste my whole life looking at the videos, right? And then Facebook does the same thing, right? And so guess what? I waste my whole life looking at videos. But there was a video on there, so I, I wish I could remember who did it. So it's not my, this is not mine, but it talked about a cow and a buffalo. And the big difference between a cow and a buffalo is when a storm comes, they, they do two different things. I, I, I looked on the internet, so I know it's got to be true. Buffaloes are the only animal that will run to the storm. I can't go over there. A buffalo is the only animal that will run to the storm, but a cow will run away from the storm, right? And so I, I preached a sermon on which one are you? Are you a cow or a buffalo? And the truth is, is if we're honest, most of us, whether we like it or not, I'm not here to be your friend, so I can piss you off if... If I say it in the King James, I can say words like that, right? So, uh, if not, I am. So, anyways, uh, it, we're, we're cows. The, the, the truth is, is, when the storm comes, most of us, not all of us, but most of us don't want to go into the wreck. We don't want to go into the storm. We want to go the other way. But here's the problem with it, right? The cow runs away from the storm, and what happens every time? The storm catches her, Right? And then she runs along with the storm. So she's in the storm even longer, right? This means yes, even in Tyler, okay? Right? She, she, she runs even longer in the storm, and the storm is on the cow for a longer time because she's trying to get away from it, but she ends up in it, and the storm goes, y'all get it, right? I don't, I, y'all are smarter in W3C. I don't have to explain it too much, right? But what's the buffalo do? The buffalo senses a storm coming, and he runs to the storm. And the coolest thing about that is the buffalo goes through the storm, and it, and it sucks. It sucks on an epic level to go through the storm, but he comes out the other side, and he gets all the fruits and the benefits of a storm, right? Green grass, right? 
water in the tanks, everything's great. He went through this, he, he embraced the suck long enough to get to the good, amen? And so we as Christians, we as believers, we are called to be buffalo, not cows, amen? See, what, what does he say? I'm going to read uh, John 1, 9 says this, says, This is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen? We are called by God to be buffaloes, to go into the storm. And, and God revealed this as I was preaching this sermon to me, that we have a light in us. And the problem is, is most of us don't know how bright that light is, is because we've never been in a dark enough place for it to shine. We've always run from the storm, and we've always run from the wreck, and we've always run from the mess. We've always tried to get out of it and circle around it and get away from it, and we never figured out how bright the light is in us. Is that making any sense to anybody? See, once we get into a dark enough place, we'll realize we're pretty bright. And I'm going to tell you, Jason Taylor said this, and he's exactly right. These days, you don't have to be that bright to be really bright. Amen? Like, you don't have to be that great of a Christian to be a great Christian right now. Right? Y'all live in the same world I live in? Right? Everything is okay now, right? Your truth matters more than my truth, right? And no, listen to me, none of us got a truth. The only truth that matters is this truth. Amen? But we have a light that's in us. That's, 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 uh, let's just read about the light. How about that? Starting in verse 4, John says this. He says, The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. So if you know First John, right, the word, he's talking about Jesus was in the beginning, right? He gave life to everything, so the word is Jesus. And then verse 5 says this, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. I'm going to tell you all right now, I will get plumb Pentecostal up in here over this because I'm telling you, y'all ain't listening, y'all ain't getting it. Listen, greater, John 4, 4 says, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. He that's in you is the light. Are y'all listening yet? Y'all ain't listening yet. When you get into the darkness, the light is in you. Greater is he that's in, the, in you than he that's in the world. That light that's in you, the darkness cannot extinguish it. Are y'all listening? I'm telling you, I don't care how big a storm you're in. I don't care how big a wreck you're in. I don't care how bad life's got right now. And listen, I know in a crowd this size, there's some things that are happening. You're going through some crap. You've lost somebody. You've lost some things. Your, your marriage is a wreck. Your kids are idiots. you got a thousand things that are going on in your life right now that just make you want to lose your mind. But listen to me. If we will head to the storm and stay hooked and keep our head down, we have a light that the darkness cannot extinguish inside of us amen so tell me again why you can't why you ain't doing tell me again why you ain't showing up tell me again why it ain't happening for you because i'm going to tell you bs i'm not saying that life ain't hard i ain't saying that listen this bible promises that it's going to be hard see there's a lot of preachers that'll tell you you get jesus it's all gonna be rainbows and unicorns i'm gonna tell you that's a lie amen there ain't no rainbows and unicorns what this bible tells us is that it's gonna suck if sucketh. Amen? <laughs> Gonna suck it, sucketh at times, right? Y'all 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 live life, right? How many married people in here? Raise your hand. So everybody just keep looking straight forward. But it's freaking hard to be married sometimes, right? 
don't, this, act like you don't know what I'm talking about, I know. Because here's the truth, some of y'all, I ain't going to say all of you, but there was probably at least one, if not two or three, that were fighting when you pulled into this parking lot. But when you come through this door, it's all, woohoo, yeah, we just, I just love her so much. And the whole time you're sitting here thinking of ways of killing her. <laughs> or vice versa, right? You're thinking of ways of killing him, right? Life, it, the marriage is hard. Life is hard. We live in a time that darkness shows up. We live in a time that, is, that we're smothered in darkness. But listen, we have a light that the darkness cannot Extinguish. Whoo, y'all still ain't excited yet. <laughs> like, that's good news. Y'all see how good a news that is? Like, we were at camp, uh, however long ago it was, <coughs> and the power went out at camp. And I don't know if you've ever been to that camp, but it was darker than the inside of a black cow. Y'all understand me? Like, it was dark. And we're in there trying to have this meeting, and everybody's got their cell phones set on the table and they put their little tea glass over it and it's real cute and romantic-y or what I don't know I didn't I didn't know it was it it was neat let's put it that way but we can't see nothing y'all understand me like I'm trying to lead this meeting and I can't see nothing and there was a, uh, a wrangler and I just went completely blank on his name it doesn't matter what his name was he come in and he had a flashlight I don't know where he got it but I don't think Walmart sells it because I'm gonna tell you he entered the door and the whole room just lit up and I was like, idiot, where have you been, man? Because, I mean, it was daylight instantly, right? And he brought this light. I said, give me that light. And I was going to set it up so it like, started shining. But bad manufacturing, they put the button on the bottom, and it wouldn't stay standing up. And I grabbed up there where the light was, and it burnt the crap out of me. That's not the, that's not the point, right? But that light was amazing into that room. Listen to me. I want you all to understand that you are the brightest light in many people's lives. If you're a born-again believer in this room today, I want you to understand you're the closest thing to Jesus that most people will ever see. And if you let the dark whip you, if you let the storm run over you, you're going to eventually not be the light that God's called you to be. Amen? And, and it's not his fault because he's a light that won't be extinguished by the dark. But if we light a, 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 a candle or what do you say, a lamp and put a basket over it, what good does it do? Amen? And we let the world and we let the things that go on around us become that basket that says, well, God is God, but I am dealing with too much right now. I want to tell you where your light ain't shining is where God ain't entered. Y'all listening? That where your struggle's at is because you haven't let God into that thing. Maybe you said a prayer, but have you really let him have it? Have you really trusted him with it? Have you really given it to him? Amen. Because it is a light that cannot be extinguished. I got to go. I got a lot of verses. What time are we supposed to be done? Whenever? <laughs> You're going to wish you didn't say that. <laughs> Where did I stop? Six says, God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. So this is where the thunder part comes in. I, I hope I got it beat in you that you're a light. But here comes the thunder part. Y'all ready? Again, this is a, a ticker talk. I think I heard this on or something. But we're the thunder. If you think about a storm, y'all, 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 we live in East Texas. We know what a rainstorm is, right? How do you know a storm's coming, right? If any of y'all say the weatherman, I will slap you. They lie to us every day, right? The thunder, right? If it's daylight, you can see the clouds, but at night, how do you know a storm's coming, right? Thunder, right? You hear thunder. Amen? Yeah? Yeah? 
Guess what? We're called to be the thunder in this world. Y'all listening to me? Because there's a man coming. He's coming back. He came before 2,000 years ago, and he died on the cross and, and then rose three days later and walked out of the tomb that they still hadn't found him in because he ain't, he's gone, he's out of, amen, he's risen, he's up again, and he came to live inside of us, and we get to be the thing that tell people about him. We're not the storm. We're not the lightning. We're not the rain. We're just the thunder saying, hey, Jack, he's coming. Oh, y'all, y'all sleeping up in here. I'm going to get you excited. Don't you worry. It goes on. He said, and I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Might believe because of his testimony. So uh, Romans, or not Romans, excuse me, uh, Revelations, I don't know, 11, 12 or 12, 11. My dyslexia gets in the way here. But says that we will, that we win over the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the testimony of the saints. See, we can be the thunder and we can be the light. We don't have to know everything about the Bible. We don't have to know everything about Jesus. We don't have to know everything about God. All we got to do is tell the world what he's done for us and what we've heard. Amen? That's all we have to do. What, what, what has he done in your life? What is, and, and listen, I, I, if you know him at all, you can tell at least one story where he showed up and showed out. And if you do that, you will change the world. You become the thunder that's telling about the storm that's coming. Amen? Let's keep going because John's a pretty cool guy, John the Baptist. And he goes on and says, John himself was not the light. We're not the light, right? He was simply a witness to tell about the light. That's our job. We're just to be witnesses telling about Jesus. Nine, the one who is the true light, who gave light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came, and he's coming back. Y'all listening? He's coming back. I don't know when. Here's what I know about the end times. Okay, it started the day Jesus died, and we're closer today than we were yesterday. That's all I know and all I care to know. I'm not saying it wouldn't be neat to know, but I ain't going to spend my time worrying about something that I don't think we'll ever get to know. He'll show up, and I can't wait. Amen? But he's coming back. And 10 says, he came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. We now live in a post-Christian nation in America. Y'all know that? Now, now there's more people that say they, they are not Christians than there is that say they are Christians. We live in an awesome time to be a believer in America. We, we get to share the gospel with people. I love that, the, that what Dallas said about the kids is that they can share the gospel, and it is simple. Thank God it is simple because I would have never got it. We get to be the light to the world that is headed to darkness. Y'all, y'all, I don't, I don't want to bash the world. I live in it just like y'all do, but y'all do agree that it's kind of heading in the wrong direction right now, right? <coughs> that ain't, that doesn't surprise me. <coughs> this world is going to hell in a handbasket. It belongs to the devil. It's going to take its shape as the father of its of its leader of its king right because the devil is the king of this world of this of this earth right but god is the king of the kingdom of god and we if you're a born again believer are children of god and we get to celebrate that we belong to the light and the darkness cannot extinguish it and we get, to be, we get to be the testimony. We get to be the thing that takes this Jesus to the world. And guess what? They're not always going to recognize it. Who gives a crap if 
Amen? And I say that because some of y'all have shared the gospel. Some of you have said something to somebody and they turned their nose up at you or stuck their middle finger up at you or whatever they might have done. And you went, well, crap, that wasn't good. I'm telling you, don't stop. Don't slow down. Don't back up. I'm telling you, run into that storm. Be a buffalo. You put your head down and you go like hell into it, right? Because we get one opportunity in our lives. And, and you know what God's called us to do? It is to love the hell out of everybody. Literally, love the hell out of everybody. That is our job. And we get to go and love people and love them. And listen, people are hard to love. Amen? Here's the truth. Some of y'all are hard to love. Amen? I am hard to love. Penelope, don't say a word. Shut up, Nick. It's the truth, right? Like, we're hard to love, but that is our job is to love people, and we do it by being the light. And we tell them about Jesus. Amen? Keep going. He came into the... I already read that. Let's go 11. He came to his own people. I already read that, too. 12. There we go. But to all who believe in him and accept him, he gave the right to become children of... God, that should make you jump and shout. I know y'all are good Baptist people, but that should make you jump and shout. Right? If we've accepted the fact that Jesus came and he died on the cross for, for my sins, for your sins, even though I don't deserve it, if I've accepted his unmerited favor and received his grace and believe that he is who he says he is, I am now a child of God. The creator of the world, the one that spoke it all into existence, chose me and said, he's one of mine. Y'all still sleeping up in here. I'm telling you right now. Like we are children of God, the God of the most high, the, the, the man among men. Y'all listen to me. The alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, A to Z. That guy is my daddy. Woo, come on at me, right? And Jesus is my brother. Try me on. I'm telling you, come on, Storm, because I will people elbow you. Y'all right? know what I'm saying? Like I will throat punch you. Just come at me, sucker. Right? Like it excites me because it is not about what I've done. It's about what he's done. And because of what he's done, there's a light that cannot be extinguished. It cannot be put out. cannot be stopped. cannot be moved. cannot be blown away. It is a light that will always shine and continue to shine regardless of how sucky I am or regardless how good I am. The light that's in me is greater than he that's in the world. Amen? I get an opportunity to walk into the room and be the thing that, that lights it up. I get the opportunity to walk into the room and be the thing that tells them, hey, Jesus is real and he's coming back for us. Where are you going to be when he shows up? Where are you going to be at when he shows up? Are you going to be still running from that same old storm you've been running from for years? Are you going to trust him and begin to run into the light because he chose you to be his child? Amen. And I'm, I'm going to tell you all a little something that, <coughs> that probably you all get way before I did, but it was a revelation for me. So we're the adopted children of God, right? So when I hear that word adopted at first, I thought, well, that's kind of, I don't want to be an adopted child, right? And then God revealed to me, you know how much better that is? I have three kids, and most of them are great. I love my children. They're awesome, awesome kids. But I didn't choose any of them. 
I'm thankful for them, but they're the ones God gave me. And I wouldn't trade them for any of them in the world. Y'all got some that I might think about, but I still wouldn't trade them for. Right? But God went in the lineup of kids and he picked you. Because you're the one I want. <laughs> he picked me. God, the creator of the world, picked me to be his child, to be his son, to be his light, to be his voice, to be his thunder, to be the one that showed up and show out in the areas that, that, I, that no one else can speak to. Because listen, there's no one, Dr. Seuss said this, and I love me some Dr. Seuss. He said, there's no one more you-er than you. God created you on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose, and you can be the light, and you can be the thunder in a spot that no one else can be. Y'all listening? There's people that will listen to you that will never listen to me. There's people that will listen to Travis that don't like to listen to me. Some of y'all are in here today. Right? Like, this guy keeps yelling at me, and I don't know why. Right? God made you on purpose with a purpose, and he chose you to be his kid, chose you to be his child, and he put a light in you. The Holy Spirit came and moved in, and he put a light in you that cannot be stopped, that cannot be extinguished. <coughs> so when the devil shows up and he tells you that you sucketh, and he tells you that you're not a good husband, you're not a good mom, you're a terrible parent, you're a terrible Christian, you're, you're whatever he tries to tell you, you don't have what it takes, we all hear those lies, tell him to shut up and go to hell, and go on and walk into the light, and be the light, because that's who God made you, created you, and chose you to be. Thank you. I mean, that's, that's who we are. That, that's not, that's not who, who I become. That is not what I'm hoping to be. That's not what could be. If you're a born-again believer, that is who you are. Amen? You are the righteousness of Christ. That blows me away. And listen, here's the truth, and, and I hope nobody, listen, nobody needs to go to jail, and nobody needs to rob a store, but here's the truth. You're the righteousness of Christ as you're sitting in the back seat of the police car with those silver bracelets around your wrist, just like you are sitting in this church on a Sunday morning. Again, I'm not telling anybody to go get arrested, but I'm telling you the circumstances of your life is not what, what calls you as his child, and the circumstances of your wreck and your storm is not what prevents the light from shining. It, it's shining. Amen? It is not about the circumstances. It is about who you are. You are his children. Amen? Anybody have any idea where I stopped? 13. They are reborn not with physical birth resulting from human passion or plans, but birth that comes from God. So the, world become, so the word become human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father, one and only Son. So real quick, this is just for somebody that ain't got nothing to do with this sermon. The Word became human. Listen, when we understand what this book says about us and we begin to live out this truth about who we are, we are the Word becoming flesh. And you know what this Bible says? It says, when I send my Word out, it'll never come back void. It'll never not go and do what it's called to do. So when we begin to live out the word of God in our own lives, everything we lay our hands to will prosper. 
Now, I'm not saying that you're going to make money. I'm not saying that you're going to be the richest person. I'm saying the kingdom of God will prosper because you are being the thing the word calls you to be. Amen? Somebody needed to hear that. 15, John testified about him when he shouted to the crowds, this is the one I was talking about when I said someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am. He, <coughs> for he existed long before me. I love that it says, this is just here, I love that he shouted to the crowd. Y'all get over me yelling. <laughs> he shouted it to the crowd. Listen to me, I, real quick, listen to me. I don't know if you're shouting it to anybody. I don't know that you're shouting it with your words, but if you're a born-again believer, we are called to shout the light. We are called to be the thunder. We are called to be the thing that is representing Christ in the moments and the areas of our lives of the everyday thing. We need to be shouting about who Jesus is. Amen? And I, and I ain't talking we got to stand on the corner and beat somebody over the head with the Bible. I ain't telling you to be weird. I'm just telling you to be different. Amen? 16 says, for this from his abundance we have all received one gracious blessing after another. Thank you, Jesus. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness come through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one who himself, who, who, is him, who is himself God, is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. Amen. Here's the coolest thing about that last verse. We read a few verses back that we're the children of God, right? We get to be the ones that reveal who God is to people. Amen? Now, I ain't saying we're Jesus. I hope that's your. I hope that's what you're fighting for. I hope that's the mark that you've set to try to reach. I hope that's your plan. I hope that just as Paul would say, to live is Christ and to die is gain. I hope every day you're living for Christ. Living to be like him. I'm not saying that you're perfect or that you need to be perfect. But what I am saying is that you, I said this already, but you are the closest thing to Jesus that many people will ever see. That should excite you or scare the hell out of you. Maybe both. And I love it. And I love that, that, that my weirdo self is a part of Jesus. Right? The things that make me different from all of y'all is a part of Jesus. I was made in his likeness, in his image. The thing that makes you different about me is a different side of Jesus. That's the reason getting together in a group like this is so important and so awesome because we get to see all these different sides of Jesus because Bailey knows Jesus different than I know Jesus. Nick knows Jesus different than I know Jesus. And Chase knows Jesus different than they know Jesus. And when I get to understand her Jesus and I get to understand his Jesus, I get to know more about my Jesus. Does that make sense? And, but it never happens if we're not letting our light shine and we're not being the thunder. Amen? So here's the truth, and I'm going to try to wrap it up right here. I'm not always the best at landing the plane. We have a light. If you're a born-again believer in here, if you've accepted Jesus to be your leader, if you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior, if you're a follower of Jesus, you have a light that the darkness cannot extinguish. 
Because I completely and wholeheartedly believe what John 4, 4 says, that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. We have a light that's in us that I don't care how big the storm is, how bad the wreck is, how, how, how hopeless it looks at this moment in this time. Our God is faithful. And he will show up. It probably, most likely, won't be the way that you thought it ought to be. It ain't going to look the way that you hoped it would look. But he will always show up. He will never leave us or forsake us. Let's start walking around as people that's got a light that can't be extinguished. Let's get a little bit of a chip on our shoulder, if you will. Let's have a little swagger in our step because you can come at me, but I'm going to break your neck when you show up. Right? Like I, 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 Devil, you bad. Devil, you think you got something, but I have read the end of the book and you are defeated. And God has put my foot on the throat of the enemy. Amen. And, 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 and we're the battle axe in the hand of God. We're the thing that he's swinging to take out the enemy. We are the light that extinguishes the darkness. Us as believers. And we have a job to do. The only reason God didn't suck us up in the holy vacuum cleaner the minute we got saved is because he's got something for us to do. That would have been way better, wouldn't it? Like when I got saved, he just took me on to heaven. I had no chance of me screwing this deal up, right? But that ain't how it works because he said, listen, I need you to be my hands and my feet. I need you to be my voice. I need you to be the one that is speaking and going and doing. He says, I can do it without you, but I want you to do it because you glorify me. And in that, I glorify you. So if we're believers in here, if we're followers in here, we have a job to be the light and to be the voice in the wilderness, to be the voice in the, in the wildness of life, telling everybody that there is something better coming. There's something better we can have now. Amen? And if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today's the day, not because the world's going to end tomorrow or anything like that, but because he's got something for you that you can't even imagine. It says that all the heavenly blessings have been poured out onto us. God wants to bless you where you're at. <coughs> God wants to be the light in your darkness. God wants to save you. He wants to make it that this is as close to hell as you'll ever get. Amen? And all you got to do is say a very simple prayer. It has nothing to do with the words and everything to do with your heart. You just got to ask him to be your, your savior. Let's do that. I'm going to pray. I guess y'all are going to come and sing. Uh, I, I'm going to pray. Lord Jesus, I love you and I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Jesus, for the believers in this room. I thank you that you have called them to be the thunder, to be the, the voice, to be the hands and the feet that you need. God, I thank you for the ones that are in here that are in the midst of the darkness right now, that are right in the middle of the storm, that, that it just seems like it just is a mess and nothing's working like it ought to work, and it's just, it's a fight, it's a struggle. God, I pray that you would strengthen them right now and remind them, remind them that they have a light in them that the darkness cannot extinguish. Lord, let them keep looking to you. Let them stare into the abyss long enough that they see the light. And God, I pray for the ones that, 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 that's in here that may not know you as their Lord and Savior or not sure. Maybe they did something with Grandma or at camp one time, but they don't know that they know that they know 
that if they died today, they're going to heaven. Lord, I pray that they would say this prayer with me. And, it, and again, it has nothing to do with these words. It has everything to do with their heart. But they'd say something like this. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. I can't do this without you. I believe that you are who you say that you are. And I ask you to be my Lord, my Savior, and my boss. Jesus, lead me from this point on. And these things in your mighty and awesome name we pray. Amen. Listen to me real quick. So Jesus says this. He says, if you'll confess me before men, I'll confess you before my Father. So if you just accepted him for the first time, you need to tell somebody. It doesn't have to be me, but you need to tell somebody that you ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Thank you all.